and welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of National School Transportation Association. I am Kurt McAthin, Executive Director of NSTA. And here with us today, we have someone new to NSTA, The Bus Stop. He's Dave McDonald, Vice President of Business Development and Specifications Compliance over at Roscoe Vision. And Roscoe Vision is a longtime NSTA vendor partner member. So, Dave, welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. Uh, thank you, Kurt. Good morning. Well, great to have you, Dave. Join us here on the podcast. So, you know, as I mentioned, um, Roscoe Vision is a vendor partner member of NSTA. For listeners who might not be familiar with the company, Dave, can you give them a short elevator pitch about Roscoe Vision? Absolutely. Roscoe Vision was founded in 1906 as a supplier for components to the fledgling automotive industry. Uh, I like to tell people that we uh, began uh, making mirrors for horses carriages in New York City, but there were a lot of different lighting products and mirror products that that we made at that time. And uh, the company has grown over the years to the point now where uh, we're in seven different uh, vertical markets and also uh, our mirrors are standard on every school bus built in North America. Wow, 1906. You know, that's uh, a long, long time ago. But, you know, as uh, I mean, credit to the company that you've evolved, you know, since that, you know, period of time. Um, Now, in in terms of what you do on a regular basis, Dave, what do you what do you handle over at Roscoe Vision? Uh, Along with looking for uh, new inroads of of business, um, trying to develop new new customer bases. in different markets. Uh, I also, most of my work now is uh, for compliance with specifications state to state, uh, province to province in Canada, and also with both federal governments. Um, I'm a long time, uh, let's see here, since 20, well, actually 2000, I've been a member of the uh, Body and Chassis Committee on the NCST, and I'm also uh, on C. CSA D250 up in Canada. I work with the specifications uh, with that committee that writes uh, specs for school buses in Canada. I've also worked with the um, FMCSA, Washington, D.C., NHTSA, and NTSB. So you're a busy fellow. One thing that we like to uh, learn about folks on the podcast, and we had just gone through our Women's History Month series last month, but everybody has a unique and varied entry point into student transportation. So, you know, can you tell us, you know, how you got involved with school bus? And, you know, as you mentioned, you, you serve in a variety of capacities. So I'm sure it's an interesting story. Well, when I, when I first started with Roscoe, I was basically hired uh, in as the national outside sales manager. And I saw that there was a really big need in the industry for um, safety improvement when it came to field of vision. Uh, Roscoe had developed a field of vision video that they had distributed throughout the United States, um, teaching drivers how to properly adjust their mirrors, but that's as far as it went. So what I did was I took that as the core and I put together a course a training course and went from state to state, region to region, and actually taught drivers and driver trainers 
the proper field of vision, how to adjust their mirrors properly um, to be able to um, increase the safety of the school buses during and, and after uh, the stops. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned, you, you know, serve in a number of different capacities, but you also spoke at our uh, recent midwinter meeting in San Diego. We were on a panel together called Cameras Can Be Your Friend. For anybody who didn't attend the midwinter meeting, can you give us a couple observations and takeaways, you know, from that panel? Absolutely. The uh, That panel discussion was great in the, in the way that it it brought attention to the newer technologies that we have uh, inside and outside the bus with camera technology. Um, one of the main issues that I was focused on was the smart camera technology where the cameras act as bionic eyes and feed their data into a program, a CPU program that actually can can determine um, if there's pedestrians uh, in the in the view of the of the camera, um, and also for collision avoidance and, and different different operational uh, aspects of the bus itself, and then also on the onboard cameras being able to record what's going on inside the vehicle. Uh, we have now cellular where. Uh, the cameras can be, say, a transportation director uh, gets a call from a bus and there's an issue going on live. The drive, the the administrator can actually go right to the bus and right to the camera and see what's unfolding on the bus in live time. So this technology has really turned things around. And also then we have the, the drive-by cameras that, that can pick up stop arm violations. And that's been a big help around the, the country, more so for for violations uh, and collecting fines versus improving the, the safety. I, I think it's a twofold thing, um, even though the, the being able to find somebody for a drive-by violation is one thing. Um, I think that everyone in the industry would agree that it would be great if we could get to the point where there was a way we could prevent them overall and not have to worry about uh, students being struck when they're crossing the, the roadway, uh, entering or exiting a bus. Yeah, that's for sure. And I understand that Roscoe has recently released a new line of DCAMs. So can you talk about uh, that new product, Dave? The DCAM system is actually a digital camera and monitor system. Um, the federal government refers to it as a CMS camera monitor system. And what it does is it replaces the rear view mirrors on the side of the bus monitor inside the bus on the A pillars that gives you a flat glass and convex glass view, but it's from inside, so it's impervious to the weather. And then we have cameras on the outside of the bus that are mounted up high that actually expands the field of vision. And the one thing that we see, uh, two of the main things that we see with this product in the large vehicle industry is, number one, it, the expanded field of vision, and especially at night, instead of just seeing headlights that are coming up beside you, uh, you actually see the roadway and the vehicle itself. And then also, it's the economy uh, breaks, it, it takes away the, the um the drag coefficient reduces the drag coefficient on the vehicle itself, which improves fuel economy, which in this day and age, everybody's looking for ways to improve fuel economy. And we're also looking now at the electrical vehicle markets also. 
Yeah, a lot going on. Now, um, I also understand that you at Roscoe have been working on cross-view mirror, uh, mirror technology that provides additional lighting in the loading and offloading danger areas. Can you tell us more about this technology? Yes, well, what we did with that, Kurt, was we took the the existing cross-view mirrors that we, that we provide to the OEMs at this per- point in time, and we've embedded LED lights at the bottom of the cross views that work. They actually trigger with the door. So when the door is opened, they come on and it illuminates the front danger zone and around the front corners of the bus and stays on during the loading and offloading process. And then when the driver closes the door, there's a seven to eight second delay that allows for any student that's late running toward the bus that the driver will be able to see them before they pull away from the stop. Yeah, and I'm going to go a little off script here, Dave. Um, but, you know, in Congress, and I think it's in the Senate at this point, there's legislation that would make uh, daylight savings time permanent. And you hear from folks all around the country like, oh, this is a no brainer. Uh, why not do it? But we know in student transportation, you know, this is like a tube of toothpaste. You squeeze it on one end, it's going to come out the other end. So there are going to be impacts if we, you know, go to permanent daylight savings time. Just strikes me that the um, technology that you talked about with the additional lighting, you know, would be helpful if we go to an environment where the United States is on permanent daylight savings time. Uh, yes, that's correct. We w- What we're looking at is being able to illuminate the danger zone and the loading zone, as a matter of fact. We do have uh, a way of being able to illuminate the, the loading zone all the way back on the side of the bus from the door to the uh, the rear duels. And so the driver can pick up in the mirrors, they can be able to see uh, the students standing beside the bus and students crossing in front of the bus simultaneously and with the mirror monitor uh, up in the in the rearview mirror inside the inside above the driver, um, with the embedded monitor that we put in the in the rearview mirror. So one one final question, um, Dave, in in, uh, in this environment of increased technology, uh, you, you know it, it dawns on me that you know you're providing so much um, technological assistance to the school bus drivers. You know, how are they able to utilize and absorb, you know, all this um, safety information that they're getting and, you know, still be able to, you know, drive the bus, monitor the students on board? Um, You know, has that been a a seamless, you know, transition for them or is it something that, that folks have to get used to? Well, Kurt, it's an ongoing thing with training. Um, the one thing that we're very cognizant about in the industry, uh, especially as a supplier of these types of products, is we don't want to provide too much input for the driver because we want actually the driver to be driving the bus and paying attention to what they're doing. So we try to make every safety system or improvement to safety that, that we provide, we try to make it where it's it's done uh, through the algorithm of the bus without the driver having to have any input. So it provides the driver what they need to know, but the driver doesn't have to take any action. It's all done for the driver, uh, as I say, automagically. <laughs> <laughs> Great way of putting it. Uh, 
Dave, um, so much great information on this uh, podcast. If folks want to learn more about Roscoe Vision um, and your products, where can they go for that information? Oh, they could go to our website. We have uh, RoscoeVision.com and then also RoscoeMirrors.com. Roscoe Vision covers most of the electronic products and the newer technology products. And Roscoe Mirrors, of course, uh, is pretty much uh, showing what we do with the, mirror, the, the actual mirror systems with the different OEMs. Well, appreciate your time on the podcast. Once again, our guest, Dave McDonald, Vice President of Business Development and Specifications Compliance over at Roscoe Vision, and they're an NSTA vendor partner member. So, Dave, thanks for taking a few minutes out of your schedule and giving us some great information. Well, thank you, Kurt. It's my pleasure to join you today, and I wish you all the best, and I'm sure we'll be seeing each other soon.